There we go. Oh, wait. There we go. Can you give me one second? I'm sorry. Sure. Just going to move this clock. Sometimes the recording oh. actually picks it up. We have a I giant actually, clock in the room. Can I you do hear, hear it? it. Now that you pointed it <clears throat> out, I can hear it. It's not you going insane. There's nope, literally not, a giant clock in here. It's not my body ticking down to its expiration date. Oh, my God. Can't hear that clock. No, but I have no clock. Yeah, right? Yeah. That's a silent clock for all of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no hit and snooze on that alarm. <laughs> <laughs> Hi there. It's time for episode seven of The Adventures of Don John, brought to you by This American Dice. We know that we got to crunch up a big giant wad of Sentinel that's a big huge steam powered rolling around crazy bastard how are we gonna do it well from what we understand there's a key that's got to go exactly where you think it has to go so how can Isagnoma, silas and don john raskin world's greatest adventurer and lover possibly manage to defeat this thing and then finally figure out how to open this mine up again you're gonna have to find out sit back relax strap in because here it comes so yeah, you three um, are have old one-eyed Walsh Baston in tow and are heading back towards the um, the mechanical chimera's key room. And assuming you don't have any uh, detours that you'd be interested in, you can get there without incident. Um, cool. There's still like that big rut outside the building where the sentry had been. You can see that it's like the dirt's been kicked up where it was fighting these imaginary creatures. Can we hear that it's if, if it's outside that building still? You don't see any signs of it currently. Um, All right, so you Walsh. Yeah, I know this thing's real scary. I mean, it's not even real. It's made of a bunch of metal doodads and cogs and whistles and such, but we seem to have made a deal with it. And if I know one thing, aside from tracks and the love of a and a and a and a good lover, it's. It's a deal I've made with some uh, something with fangs. And you're talking about the chimera that you made the deal with? And uh, yeah, if, if Walsh asks him, he asks him, he'll say like, absolutely. And, and Walsh is like, maybe it was, a, it was a fun experience for you, Don John, but that's where most of the rest of my men ended up. They, they didn't leave that room. Just a piece of advice for your future adventures, if we ever make it out of here, don't take the riddles. They're really hard. Hmm. Looks like we made the right choice. I don't know. I've been known to be able to... I've never encountered a riddle I haven't been able to solve. I've encountered several and regretted it a lot. <laughs> I kind of want to know what the riddles are. You know what? I say we go in there and we uh, double down. We say, all right. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, we're gonna just nip that in the bud. No, Bastin can tell us at least one riddle, right? Hmm. He says, that's that's true. We only got asked the one riddle. They said there. It said there were three. What was it? He said, um, "I think it was. I'm not heavy, but I'm also not light, and I'm not on the ground, and I don't bark, but I'm not a bird like, either." Bird, bird. It's a bird. Oh no! Ah. He said it wasn't a bird. See, that's why you got in trouble the first time. That's Mr. why all my friends are dead. It's true. <laughs> it's your fault. He says, uh, "If I remember, the first riddle was something like." Uh, I'm rarely touched, but often held. Uh, if you have wit, you'll use me well. After that, there was just a bunch of screaming. 
See? Brilliance. Brilliance. Impossible. I don't know. Now we're all thankful you guys chose the rats route. <laughs> rats are a good choice, even though I got pretty beat up. Yeah. I do I appreciate that. It's I I hope it ends up being for a good cause. You know, like say like indicating himself. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you gotta help so, us get out of here though. We gotta get out of here. He'll nod. He says, I owe you at least that much. And let's face it, you're my only chance out of here too. So All speaking right. of, what are you down here for? I assume you're sent from the town. Well, looks like the old uh the old mithril uh mithril veins sim been seeming to run dry, not getting enough supplies down there. There are dozens of hookers who are whose livelihoods are at stake here. Dozens of them. And he says, uh, yeah, that's <laughs> that's exactly what uh, Mayor Bidgenil told me. It's just that I, was, I wasn't able to get at all close to this whatever it is haunting these mines. I, are you guys trying to get there or are you trying to get out? Well, Both, ideally. You'll mm -hmm. not yeah. say wise. Um, he says, wherever it is you're going, clearly I'm not going in any other direction. So let's do this. Cool. Yeah, let's go get the key and see what that gets us. All right, so you get in there, uh, you re-enter the room, uh, and the mechanical chimera is in the exact same like sleeping pose you first found it in, with, like all of its heads on the ground. And as you approach, it, the snake head lifts up and they, they all it like, gets off the floor. Hi there, we're back. Hey, Chauncey. It says like, oh, hello. And I like look at Walsh and like let this mechanical like hiss, like steam coming out of each side of its uh, serpentine mouth. And we oh, know what that is. is. Yeah. Don't worry there, pal. We took care of those rats for you. And it'll say, uh, hmm. Well, none of my sensors are indicating uh, any scrabbling that I can detect, so. You have rat senses too? I'm glad somebody else does. And he looks around at everybody like, come on. And it says, uh, oddly, I only detect one rat anywhere near me. And that's, l listen, I think according to the treaty of 1545, it being 1546 in our, the year that we measure things, I think that he's technically not considered a rat, but instead a person rodent adjacent. And I think Harold unfurls a small scroll, but it's just toilet, it's just toilet paper that he just has like in his mouth that he's chewing that other people see. But to Don John and possibly Chauncey, it's a scroll that he holds out. They'll like examine it from across the room and like begrudgingly nod. It's, All right, I suppose I can I can suffer one. And it says, "Well, a deal's a deal." And see, like Harold, you thought you were, Harold, you thought you were insufferable. I know that's what your mother said. I, I, I didn't agree with her. I mean, I agreed with her at the time, but not now. You don't listen is the problem. Again, that's the, the one-sided conversation that everyone else mm -hmm. hears. I feel like it not speaking is more of the problem. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, like, it, it, like, gestures to this pedestal, and it's just like a, it's like a large brass key, like a cartoonishly large one um, with, like, cartoonish key features on it of, like, the 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 metal teeth on it mm -hmm. and it's free for the taking they're all right well chauncey i assume you're gonna want to uh probably get on to your next adventure but honestly how about this we've got a job 
to do. And you know what we could use? A friend. Why don't you come over here, you you old bugger? Uh, and it, it like it does its snakely blush again. It says, um, "Oh, um, well, that's very enticing. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of world to see, and I can't decide in which order to see it." It says, um, "Oh, you need to see the world. Well, you should probably go with the world's most traveled man, Don John Raskin. That's me." I printed up these business cards earlier, and uh, yeah. he, he'll take out a business card that says Don John Raskin, world's most, and then it just has dots, and he's like, "That wait, that's not the right one. Oh, it's this one, and he's handwritten in, traveled man, and he gives it to him. <laughs> that's useful. I'm like inspecting the uh, you know pedestal or whatever, making sure it's not rigged in some way. I don't know. It doesn't seem to... Well, no, yeah, you don't detect anything wrong with the pedestal. Um, and, like, it, it it's like seems, like, positively eager and, like, joyful when you pick up the key. And it mm -hmm. says, uh, listen, um, I would love to go with you, love to go with you, Lot, but I... Have to, sorry to be the, the voice of reason here, but you have the key, and it still needs a... It still lacks for a, a hole... That's my very poetic way of saying the sentry is still out there, and I don't want to yeah. be with you. Uh -huh. I don't want to. Got it. Yeah. Uh, it, I remember that we thing, you understand. Remember Colleagues. That. It'd be rude to kill my coworker. Or be killed by my coworker, which is far more likely. Well, then he'd be the rude one. It's true. That or is it, how rudeness works. It, they would be the rude ones. One. They would be the rude one. You know, in a in in the ancient language, executioner stand. It is the original translation is most rude one. Mm. Chauncey, oh sorry. No, go, go ahead, go ahead. Chauncey, since you're you're you guys are coworkers, do you have any tips or helpful information that could help us in our current goal of defeating him? Yeah, let's dish. What's Sell the hot, what's the, the hot tea. goss? It'll say. Um... Hmm. Chauncey is Why don't you roll your uh, your charisma? Austin has to go get dice real fast. I'll be right back. Dice are good for a dice game. Hold on, where's our copy of Monopoly? I'm horrified. I am so I am so sorry, guys. It's uh, embarrassing, honestly. I can't believe <laughs> that he would do this to you. Ten years from now, we're going to talk about that time that Austin horrified. got the dice. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, at some point like ordered like physical dice for the games like this and i was so like excited it's like oh i'm gonna you know roll dice for real use them once for us <laughs> like i'm sorry like rolling digital dice is just like infinitely easier on the tiny amount of desk i have so oh yeah i just use my warhammer dice but instead of rolling like a million d6s i have to roll only two to click this one. that is a plus all right so roll for charisma yeah. So eight plus two, it's ten. Hey. Ooh. Okay. So Chauncey like thinks about this for a moment and says, "Well, if I remember right, it's it's technically against the rules for me to help you destroy others who are philosophically speaking exactly like me." But uh, no, who said anything about destroying? I thought it was control. 
just some helpful yep. tips and we can get out of here, you know, not say anyone has to get hurt, but we do have a goal. It's like, you know what? You're right. It's who even gets hurt here. You won't. That'd be nice. Cause yep. I, I wouldn't want that. Mm -hmm. And it says, um, look, that key, if you come across the century, there is a, the keyhole is right at the base of the back, right over the giant rolling ball. You can't miss it. Um, oh. Uh, you can get up. Oh, you'll you'll know it. You have seen it butt. actually. It's like okay. the, the okay. butt. Oh, I, I think we, what? Um, yeah, it's like I guess I you could call it the it. butt. I think um, we did see it. I re I recall that we have to get the key up in there, up in that butt. Okay, yeah, right up in the butt <laughs> is the problem. I'm sorry I asked. <laughs> says, I'm sorry I asked. He says I'm not. <laughs> I feel so useful, <laughs> and it says, um, yeah, it might be. It's kind of easy to miss. But it'll like describe like the exact like, uh, like what the keyhole looks like, and so if you do have an occasion to like use this key, it should be like slightly easier, uh, like when the time comes because you know what you're looking for. As Chauncey is describing the the keyhole and exactly where the keyhole is and what it looks like, um, Don John looks over and uh, Harold is like, oh yeah, oh oh yeah, and rubbing his like rat nipples, and he's like, Harold, stop. All Stop six it. of them? Yeah. Many. Yeah. So he has to take turns. Yeah. Inquiry minds want to know. Yeah. He looks like somebody trying to play the glasses. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like, oh boy. Oh, yeah, this is good stuff. Keep going. <laughs> oh boy. The sentry's keyhole. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Anyway. All right. Yeah. What about other. Uh, Sentinels and constructs and stuff. Yeah, tell us about their keyhole. Um, Stop it. Says, if you come, if you are able to turn off the main sentry, all the other ones will stop getting orders, and there shouldn't be any others to worry about. I don't know where the individual keyholes are on the smaller units. I'm sure they're there, but I only ever, uh, I never spent any time with them. And I think Harold is like upset. That, that things just abruptly stopped. <laughs> well, Chelsea, we really appreciate your help here. And honestly, just how you did that, you saved me from having to clean my shoulder. He'll, it'll like nod and say, it was my absolute pleasure. And like, as it's like walking out, like it passes by Walsh and like pauses, it like makes to like leap at him. And he like, like falls to the ground, like, like trying to get away. And then, it, like, this mechanical chortling comes out, and it's like, oh, my first joke. <laughs> it, so it's, it's so much more fun than riddles, because nobody dies. And I, like, walk out of the out of the room. Wow. Good one, Chauncey. All right. So, yeah, you guys presumably have, like, this master device for the roving sentry. Okay. All right. So now that we have this key, we can turn that thing off, figure out where we have to... We gotta go to the temple. Find the yeah. We gotta go to this temple. And Walsh says, "That's where we were trying to get to. Um, that uh, that dwarf Bronca or um, would be uh, would be none too pleased about it. But it seemed like the way to go. Well, I don't think you have to worry about pleasing her much more, as there was a slight incident at the mine in which there's a turnover in management." He'll like pause, like dead. Yeah, 
kill there? Forgot about did, that. Did you, did you don John her straight to the grave? Well, let's just say the donning John, John Don, the Don. No, uh, uh, we. There was a classic Don John angry mob. Yeah. Uh, he's like, that's an even more common attribute of Don John. <clears throat> I know it doesn't quite work, but it's the best I've got for now. Yeah, the Don Johnning mob. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, uh, Vigil's not going to be too pleased, but, well. All I care about at this point is getting out here in one piece to find out. Well, if we go to this, if we go to this temple, are we going to just try to make some kind of deal with whatever we're talking to or whatever is here that these miners well, have been getting sacrificed to? Are we going to try to kill it? Uh, it seems like we might want to get this sentry on our side to do that thing. Walsh like considers and says, um, "Whatever we do, uh, it's gone out of control." The entire mining operation seems to be have gone under. Uh, the town's not going to receive its shipments in any fashion as long as this creature gets free reign. Um, good luck on the sentry, but I'm sure you've got a plan. Let's also not forget the uh, magical disease. And, you know, like Grimace, as he remembers, just how easily he was, like, clearly infected by you guys. Uh, and me specifically. But, yeah, and, and you guys' disease, like, it, over over the hours, like, it's more and more, like, apparent. Like, it's now, like, this, like, traveling, like, um, disc of light takes up, like, like an entire arm, like, wherever it goes. Like, whole, like, limbs of you are, like, being, like, briefly, like, lit up by this thing. Hmm. Uh, like a human Simon game. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, uh, yeah, a solution for that would certainly be nice. But what if we try to turn this sentry off, reprogram this thing, so that if we can't uh, uh, can't get this temple bugger on our side, then wham! Get a big old clockwork butthole shoved right in your face. He says, uh, well, I'm no engineer, but you're a man of many talents. I absolutely know I can do it. And he like turns away with a look of absolute certainty that you're wrong. Um, yeah, and he's ready to be towed wherever you guys are going. Are we going to go looking for the sentry now? So you could alternatively, um, like anywhere you are in the city, like the temple like looms large. Like it's not hard to see where that is. Hmm. Uh, and then alternatively, you could. It would not be at all difficult. Like follow these tracks uh, that you see, like right in front of you. Well, presuming that Don John, well, let's well, assume that wouldn't be too hard. And I was, I was asking my question of the group as well. So, yeah, I, uh, I mean, if the temple's kind of easy to see, do we want to try and like, I don't know if there's any shortcuts or like any way that we can get there like quickly, or if we just follow the tracks, I don't know how quickly it'll get us there. Just like following his path on the road, I guess. Well, I guess we have to ask ourselves what chance we think we have of turning the sentry to our aid. Because mm. otherwise, it's kind of like, well, why not, you know, head for the temple and just kind of try to get the temple out of the way? But if the sentry could aid us with the temple, um, then I think we should obviously do that because I'm not sure. Uh, 
how good our chances are at the temple. Oh, okay. I didn't know how good our chances are would be of turning him into some kind of aid, but... Yeah. I, I crunched the numbers earlier, and it's uh, 100 and 100. We got this. <laughs> well, all right, Don John, which one... Uh, so yeah, what, what we tracking down the uh, sentry? Absolutely. All right, cool. All right. I hope you know what you're doing, Don John. Oh, yeah, of course. We just shove the... Uh, we just shove this bad boy in his butthole, and then uh, we uh, we we work it. I from there. I'm holding the key, right? Yeah. Who's got cool. the key? I thought you had said that I picked it up. I was inspecting the pedestal, and you were like, "Oh man, I like one." I don't know. I, I thought you said you picked it up. Who has it? Okay, cool, 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 cool. All right. All right. Yeah. So you guys want to follow these tracks to try and like find the sentry first? Absolutely. All right, let's go for it. All right, uh, one of you. Well, I think this should probably be a tracking roll, which I think is a hunter-specific move, right? Yeah, I can definitely do that. And I realize that Harold can assist me in this matter. What? Yeah, I can smell the ground and see where the big giant divot is. Yeah. <laughs> Hunt and track is a plus wisdom roll. So I already, with, well, thank God Harold can help. So I got a seven. Okay. So when you, yeah. So on a seven plus, you follow the creature's trail until there's a significant change in its direction or mode of travel. Hmm. Okay. Um... Yeah, all right. So you follow the, this this divot, which again, not doesn't seem terribly hard. Uh, Maybe the difficult thing is that we have to figure out what the, where the, what the freshest divots are, because like since if it has rolled around in this area, it's inherently made this stuff, and we have to figure out where it's gone most recently. That's definitely mm -hmm. true. So I feel Good like point. you come across like um, these intersections where it's like exactly as you said, it's clearly been across this intersection in all directions multiple times before it's like you can tell that if you just wait here its path takes it here again for sure all right if we just wait here we can lay a trap for this big bugger all right okay what kind of trap um well obviously we can set up something to fall on it are there tall buildings in this area oh absolutely all right we can get up here I could rain hell down on it. Ha! And I take he takes out a bunch of arrows. And also, we could put a bunch of stuff to fall off one of these buildings onto its, I don't know, ball. And uh, meanwhile, you could maybe, uh, Silas, blast it with something. And Isagnoma could slip right in there and get a, get a good K in the A. Magic it up. That's a key in the ass. I got, no, I understood. I okay. It. Sorry. <laughs> I wanted to make sure... Nothing to apologize for, man. No problem. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> the acronym saves time. Exactly. Uh, the yeah, the, the trick the trick is that I wanted I wanted everyone to be more efficient. <laughs> Look at how efficient we're being. Um, and Walsh about the say, thing. Yeah, the thing. Um, Walsh will say, "Well, what can I do?" Uh, he says, "You know what? I'll be the bait. Perfect." Uh, he says, "Yeah, how's um? I'm sorry. How's stealth working for me? Uh, being that." 
large portions of my body are periodically glowing. Ooh. I guess it's only one way to find out. All right, cool. I like that. Because I'll try to hide somewhere nearby. Oh yeah, I mean theoretically, if it's if it's your body, maybe you can just kind of smother yourself in a cloak and have that kind of be the situation, like that be the. I mean, I already figured that I'm wearing like, you know, long pants, long sleeves, but you're a modest sort. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I'm, you know, you wear the, I guess I don't know. You're wearing those dope, <laughs> those dope 2001 Jinkos. Oh man. Not as a stealth character. <laughs> okay. If I was a support character or a, you know, like a tank character, yeah, I'd definitely be wearing male Jinkos. Mm. Nice. Obviously. Not as not as opposed to female Jinkos, but made mm -hmm. of ring mail. Oh. So Walsh, who's wearing <laughs> ring mail Jinkos, uh. says, uh, this is how I can redeem myself. It's like I can this is how I can be of use to you. I will distract it. I'll stay at street level. You guys get the jump on it and turn it off before it pulverizes me. Sounds, Sounds good. Like Sounds good, you one-eyed son of a bitch. You know, right. like he'll go in for like the the secret handshake you made with him on, on your mission a long, long time ago. Don John will absolutely go in there. Yeah, it's like this complicated thing that takes like twenty seconds to do. Yeah, it's like a black fraternity secret handshake. He says, uh, "All right." see any of the sad and he goes down to the street and like sets his like great sword down next to him and waits or like plants it in the ground so what are you guys gonna do like try and like wait like high up or something specific yeah i think don john's gonna try to get like a good vantage point where he could see like a lot of area to to shoot arrows if he can I, I'm thinking I'm going to be closer to the ground, maybe behind something, especially if I'm going to try to use magic to... Am I using magic on the sentry to, like, blast it, or am I blasting something so it falls on the sentry? Hmm. Because if we're going to try to knock it over, like, are you pushing something over onto him? It? I, yeah, I could try to get then, something that I could try to push over on it. Okay, so then I'm using... I don't know, say magic missile to... Blow building. You could also maybe... Right. You can make Isagnoma invisible. I can also do that. Oh, true. And you still haven't forgotten that spell, right? Because you like gotten a bunch of tens with it. Invisibility? Right. You've only used it the one time, I think, right? Yeah, I used it that one time at the very beginning at the mine. Cool. Yeah. Well, then if I'm not going to be the stealthiest one of us, then is someone better suited to jumping up on the thing and well she could turn you invisible i, I, I touch an ally so you turn invisible i think i think you would still probably be best suited to do you, that thing. You would. okay okay yeah that's you so when well then i'm happy to be of service yeah we <laughs> yeah you'll do it for sure we volunteered you no no, no uh, I, I was volunteering <laughs> I was volu but with but i but i was like because i can be stealthy and if you guys like make this happen mm -hmm. then it'll be ideal for me to like sneak behind it. But then right. if someone else can be made invisible, mm -hmm. right? And like, and Silas, if you were, I don't know, like super athletic or something, you know, and could also be invisible, then we'd want someone better. But if I'm if I'm best suited to do this, yeah, it's, then I'm happy to do it. 
Silas isn't, uh, there's a reason I do magic. Let's just say <laughs> that. So are you guys waiting um, in the same spot or in different places? I think we're all in different places, right? Yeah. 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 I think Don John's got like uh, a bunch of rubble and that kind of stuff that he can look up on a roof. Yeah. Throw at this thing or maybe like on one rooftop, we've put like a, uh, the anchor to rope. And on the other rooftop where Don John is, they put like a bunch of heavy rocks and that kind of stuff. So we can slide it off like predator style into this, into this robot <laughs> and bash at it. I mean, I was going to, I was going to say home alone, but I actually like yours better. Yeah, so are, you, are you setting up like multiple like fallback positions? Slash, have we scouted an opportune place for Silas to? So am I? I mean, I mean, when everything goes down, I'm gonna have to do probably two things. One, turn you invisible, which I actually have to touch you to do that. So oh, maybe I shouldn't be too far. You could do that in advance if you like. The only issue I, is you can't that, yeah. cast spells while that one's active. Oh, oh, you're right. Ooh. Okay. Is it better that if I just use my natural stealth and we take up separate positions to kind of try to... Uh, hmm. I was going to say corner it, but we're not trying to corner it. We're just trying to like... Entice and then destroy yeah. it. <laughs> that might be the way to go, honestly. I don't know much about your self powers. I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of stealthy. I've been stealthy. Oh, oh, stealthy so far. Yeah. Don't sell yourself short there, pal. <laughs> You're great. The stealthiest. I don't like to call attention to it. It seems kind of against the whole creed, but absolutely. Yeah, it's like a jumbo <laughs> shrimp situation. It doesn't make sense. I get you. All right. Well, do we want to try it like that? I'll try to use my my missiles, maybe. And then, I mean, hopefully nothing goes to shit. Could your unseen servant um, activate a trap? Um, conjure a simple invisible construct. They can do nothing but carry items. This is always the question with this ability. Because, like, if yeah. it's open-ended enough, it's, like, the most cool, like, open-ended, powerful thing in the world. The only question is what degree of stuff it can do. It says, items carried by an unseen servant appear to float in the air a few paces behind you. An item that could be carried could perhaps be a rope lifted up. Right. And then that That's... rope swings forward into a thing. That doesn't seem unreasonable. An unseen servant that takes damage or leaves your presence is immediately dispelled, dropping any items it carried. Uh, so it has to have its... So it has to be with you? It's, yeah, it's, it's a few paces. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's like literally just like, carry my things, Reginald. Right. And it's like, I have to be here and it's just like hovering. Okay. Yeah, boy, what day is it? Mm -hmm. So, I don't know about All that. right. It's okay. You're a young adventurer. You've got many years to learn. I'm really trying. I'm trying, guys. <laughs> you're, doing a, you're doing a great job. Stiff upper lip and all that. Now you there, boy, what day is it? <laughs> <laughs> just yelling to a bunch of rats. I mean, do you think Magic Missile would be effective? Like, would that do anything? It'll do something to this thing. Why not? All right. I want to try it. Especially if Isignoma is going to try to stealth it. 
stealth it out. Oh yeah. All right. We're all doing what we can. All the right. The dream Working team is assembled. Nine to five starts playing as we like set up these traps. Working nine to five. There's no way to make a living. Like that's what's playing as we as the montage of us like building all these fucking predator home alone traps. Oh, oh, yeah. This is like a, a montage. Yes. So you guys in position? You good to go? Yeah, I'll I'll have scouted out a nice hidey place behind some crates or some such. On the street level? Yeah. You guys, uh, so Ising Noma is hiding on street level uh, within sight of Walsh, who is waiting in the street. Um, and the other two of you are like on high vantage points. Uh, Don John, like next to his traps, and uh, Silas, like with you have the, the spell component. I'm sorry? And you are like waiting like to cast spells. Like that's oh, the yeah, yeah. idea. Yeah. Right in here. All right. So like you guys are waiting for maybe like 10 minutes or so. And uh, Silas, uh, as you're like peering anxiously down the street, uh, you you hear a voice next to you, and the familiar voice of Lex says, uh, "This is so exciting! Just one more obstacle, and then you're finally home." And, oh and says, yeah. And, and Lex will nod and say, "Yeah," um, and she'll say, uh, "Do you even remember the last time you were home?" It's going to be so great. We'll finally be together again. Well, uh, if you're home, how'd you get there? Last I saw, you got uh, you got sucked down into that pit. And like her expression will darken and say, yeah. You know, the funny thing is, I don't remember that so good. Like, I know that's what happened, but every time I try and think of it, it's just like, it's just like a pit. And like, She'll like, um, and she'll shrug and say, well, that doesn't matter now. What matters is we're going to be together and that'll never have to change again. And like, she puts out her hand and like, you've seen like, uh, Isang Noma's visions when they tried to like distract the sentry. And when, uh, um, yeah, just when they tried to distract the sentry, like the sentry would like punch through them mm-hmm. and Lex like goes to put out her hand and she rests it on your shoulder and you feel it like her fingers like are on you and like she like squeezes you like like reassuringly uh and like everything about this is just like normal does this mean she can help us are you gonna stay and she says um help yeah sure what can i do Ooh. What can she, okay, so at this point, like, if we've got an extra set of hands that are actually going to help, like, is she actually going to stay and help, or is this a thing, like, with the bear where it was, so, bear, she has a name, I forgot. So, like, as you ask her this question, like, can you help? She says, yeah, sure, what can I do? That's exactly when the century rolls up, so you're about to find out. Okay. So, like, you hear the rumbling, you feel the rumbling, like, on the floor, and, and you hear it shortly after, like resounding throughout down the street like walsh like goes over to his sword he takes it out of the ground and puts it on his like shoulder and, like stands in the street don john and- uh don john like like uh make sure to string the bow he like tests its strength and he does a thing um i actually realized i had substantially more arrows than i thought um oh, yeah useful. but he he does he does the thing where he like he'll like kind of like draw draw an like knock an arrow and draw it and like aim down it's aim down the shaft 
and then he'll uh, kind of like put that down, and then he'll Legolas style do the same thing with like five of them, and be like, like testing them. Nice. So you guys watch this thing, and Walsh like takes this great sword and like points it at the thing, and you, and like you can hear him shouting down there. He's like Noma, like you can hear him, like because you're right next to him, and he's like, "Stop where you are, Kerr. This has gone on long enough." Like this is for my men and women, and uh, this like, and I I'll send you the picture again. But like, it's an enormous rolling thing. Like, there's this enormous like ball that like it, it rolls down on. Uh, it's it's murder BB-8. Mur- oh my god, yes, so appropriate. <laughs> uh, That's cute. Uh, say again, Trevor. I said butt giant. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. Like it, the top of this thing is almost to the height of the roof of the buildings you're in. Murder BB-80. So it's apparent response to Walsh's uh, like taunts. It's not slowing down at all. Like it's just it just keeps heading for him. Okay. okay. So we need to we gotta slow it down. Um. Yeah, Don John will be waiting to uh, activate this trap uh, to like swing these Home Alone uh, rocks at the thing when he can. And then okay. after that, just use uh, arrows to shoot at it or something. All right. Well, why don't, go ahead. Unleash the hounds. Unleash the wooden metallic trap hounds. All right. So for to shoot it with arrows, if that would be the first thing that might slow it down, that's a volley move. For sure, but, volley on arrows. Okay. But the trap thing, um, I don't know what that would be. The, the I, Theoretically, the volley would happen first. Like, it would probably come into range of arrows first. Should I do that first to, like, confuse it, maybe? Uh, totally up to you. Uh, if you want to shoot arrows first, volley for sure. If you want to wait till it yeah. gets within range of your trap, other thing. Let's let's do that to maybe make it pause and, like, question what's going on. All right, cool. Go for it. <sighs> this well, is the whole thing, well, I got, John. Well, I got some oh. more experience. <laughs> the sun was in my eyes. We're underground, shithead. The, the, the underground sun. The center of the earth was in my eyes. It's bright because it's magma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously. Um, I rolled a four. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So Don, Don John is like, he's he was testing out these arrows and um, and Harold's like, you can get one more on there. I'm like, I've never done six before. I think that's just flashy. And he just gets them and he's like, and he's just sprawling all over the place. Okay, yeah. So I'm going to say then that uh, you're actually, you drop those arrows like off the roof. I'm going to say you drop all but one of them. Gosh. So depending on how dramatic you want that to be, all but one of them means theoretically I can just keep using this. No, you get one shot left. Awesome. Okay, that's, yeah. So he's like, Oh shit! It's like your your patented new system of multi arrow launching has, has left you with one regular arrow to regular shoot at some regular time. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, yeah. So this thing just like doesn't notice this has happened at all, and he's, Wait, he's barely down towards uh towards Walsh. All right. So uh, I guess I'm gonna try to do something. Your call and Lex is like look like whistles lowly under her breath. She says, "Wow, I keep forgetting what a beastie that is." 
Because what's the plan? Well, we got to slow it down or we got to stop it. Cause... You got to do either of those things real quick, it looks like, if that's your buddy. And she's like, yep. points toward the wall. She's like, right in its way. Yep. No, you're right. So, i try this. That's really the only thing that you have. All right. I'm going to go with magic missile. I'm going to try to slow it down or at the very least, distract it so it stops or slows down. Go for it. So you're casting a spell. Yeah. And you want your your main goal would be to like make it stop being about to steamroll this guy. Yeah, like kind of stop it in its tracks or at least knock it so it slows down significantly. Go for it. Or like kind of stumbles back. Okay. It's an an intelligence modifier to cast the spell, then that's how much damage you do. Okay. If you cast it. Oh, got it. Okay. So I have six. Plus two, right? Plus two is intelligence, yeah. Okay, so I got an eight. You succeed. So this spell is gonna go off. Mm -hmm. Uh, However, now Austin, let me ask you real quick. On these choose ones, is that something that the player is supposed to choose or the GM? I think the player chooses one of those. All right, so you're gonna have to pick like a caveat to this. One of these three, which is you draw and welcome attention. Mm -hmm. Uh, The spell disturbs the fabric of reality. So you take minus one to future spells. Mm. Or uh, you can no longer cast a spell until you rest. Uh, I'm going to say the spell disrupts, disturbs the fabric of reality. Hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Okay. Minus so one that, on Yeah, okay. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. So it takes something out of you a bit, but like you get these things out. Um, and like these missiles fan out. Roll a two d four for me. Okay, six. Okay, your trusty missiles uh, like like uh, crash into this thing, and they land like on its backside as it had just passed you, and it like hunches over slightly. But it doesn't seem to have any of its systems like compromised. But it does like decelerate and then slow to a stop. And it turns like the it's like giant body towards where you just shot the missile, like your building. And it raises like a a fist. Could Donjon try to activate that trap? You could, but let's see what Isagnoma's doing. Like Isagnoma, you're down on the street level, and like at the speed this thing was going, like it looked like it's about to pancake this guy. But mm-hmm. the last second it stops after like some like these missiles like crash into it. And now it's facing away from you. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm running up, uh, gonna try to climb up the ball mechanism that it's on, like right up its backside, and uh, so you insert try to, and turn the key, like Shadow of the Colossus style, like scale this thing. Yeah. So I'm gonna warn you, it's gonna be a bit hard to like climb the thing because it's it's a ball. There's a potential there for you to like grab on something. Go for it. <clears throat> Cool. Ooh, I rolled a five. <laughs> five. Nice. Okay. Um, hmm. All right, so you, like, see this as your opportune moment, and you, like, jump out there to try and, like, scale this thing while its back is turned. Mm-hmm. And as soon as, like, your hand touches uh, this ball, so you try and get purchased to, to grab it, like, it instantly recognizes your like presence 
Um, and it, uh, it like, it like, like faster than you would have expected possible. Like it, it swings back around, and it like tosses you away. Cool. So, uh, what? Uh, why don't you roll? Um, roll a d8 if you have one. I know that's kind of an odd die to have physically. I have a d10. Can I reroll nines and tens? Do you want? Uh, me to... Whatever just... works for you guys. I don't if know. You the have math a d8 right there. I'll let someone else roll. It's for a me. digital d8. I don't know if you purists are gonna be upset. I don't like it. I'm just scared. Go ahead. Um. Okay, you take uh, seven damage as it flings you like into the Ooh. building behind. And I already had two damage. Do you have any armor? Um, I have leather armor. That's like one, right? Sounds like it. One less each time I take damage. Yep. Okay. We have uh, eight damage left. Yeah, so this is effortlessly like like it could tell you were touching it and like just batted you aside. Oh jeez. And like seeing this, like Walsh like lets out his warrior's cry and like charges at it. Uh Don John, like it's easy for you to see everything that's happening from your vantage point. What's your plan? Yeah, he's gonna try to uh kick this uh, trap into gear. Let's have it. So uh, what are your thoughts on that? I'm thinking... I would assume this is a defy danger rule, because that that's usually the, like, if you don't know what else to make it, it's probably that. That's exactly what I was thinking. Go for it. Um, yeah. I guess... Intelligence? For trap making? What do you think? Yeah, I'd imagine it's either intelligence or wisdom. I suppose you've had time to plan, so wisdom works. Cool. Gives me a slight advantage. Go for it. Oh, wow. Either one, boxcars. I got 12 plus 1, 13. Baby. All right. So, yeah, this, like, uh, sort of uh, makeshift-looking trap that you set up over the last... Yeah, time. I, I imagine... Hey, guys, I'm really sorry. It's all good. Um, I should have gotten plus 2 on my roll, because it was dexterity, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it was dex, yes. Wait, was it? Yeah. So that would have been a 7, and so I really fucked everything up. Yeah, and your penalty for fucking everything up was getting swatted aside real bad. Okay, perfect. Cool. Um, yeah, we'll see if we can work it in somehow. Yeah, no worries. Um, yeah, so describe this trap. Um, yeah, so I I think that Don John's not on the taller of the buildings at this intersection. He's on, like, the second tallest, and at the tallest, there's... Um, maybe something that they built up uh, so that way it can kind of swing into this and kind of they've put a rope up there. It's just barely taller than this, um, this Sentinel. And when it rolls in and it's doing, uh, it's kind of doing its thing in this intersection, Don John just pushes this off and it has enough um, momentum it's heavy enough where he could never lift it all together. It's like a net full of stones and mm -hmm. he just barely manages to heave it off the side and it's heavy enough to swat into the thing. I'd ideally at like the inter the, the equivalent of its hip 
like where the ball and the like the rest of the robot meet so it like wangs into that part and nice. okay if if even better at least for a while like some of like maybe the thing like split the net splits open and so some of the stones like get into the works of the thing possibly depending okay yeah great so yeah this like makeshift looking trap ends up being wildly successful like it it like all these rocks come down and like act as one boulder essentially and smack it right near where its hip joint is based on your precise calculations um and the thing like uh yeah harold harold is looking at like a like a ledger of all the calculations like like it worked it worked he's doing like mm -hmm. a like end of uh apollo 13 like he's in one of the oxford <laughs> shirts with glasses like ah! so the thing like topples and it like lands on one of the buildings across the street it's like it doesn't lose its footing entirely but now it's like it's like crashed down and like half of it is like buried in this resounding crash in this building so now it's like standing like at a 45 degree angle on the street with like part of it like embedded in this rubble i gotta ask you is the part that's not embedded its butt <laughs> its butt remains visible go for the butt Get, get, get it! Get in that butt! Get in there. Yeah, so like if you look at this picture, like uh, like the side of it that just looks like a hand is like crushed into this building. Like you can't see that part, but the other side that's like a long needle is like still like visible. Uh, yeah, so like as this is happening, like Walsh sees his opportunity. He like, goes to like, <laughs> he goes to like just try hacking at it with this great sword that he has. Um, and you hear like the metallic clinging beneath you, Silas, as he like keeps like hitting it. Uh, and Silas, like you, this is like the current situation. Uh, it's like half buried in a building adjacent to you. And Lex is like looking at it and like clapping and being like, like cheering for you guys. I mean, Isignoma, are you going to try to sneak in here? Oh, yeah. So if the sentry is, it's like half buried, right? But it's not like dead. Oh no, it's definitely not dead, and it's trying to get itself out right now. Okay. Uh, like, as you speak, yeah. So, I'm not. I I want to I want to ask Lex to help us, and sure. I want to see if she could maybe not. I don't want her to run away or anything, but maybe distract it or keep it looking in one direction or like focused on one point so that Isignoma can get in there and I can like try to help or something like that, but also kind of test to see like, is she actually going to help me? All right. What kind of fighter was Lex? If she was one at all? I don't think she was. So she wasn't like an adventurer or like an adventurer um, training. She was just like a, like a, relative com not like a combatant yes um okay. we would adventure we, we would adventure sometimes i think I, we did talk about that and it, it, if she did adventure like what was her general sort of like approach to combat situations like was she a rogue a fighter uh, like uh did she use magic like you uh or like or none of those things rogue so she was kind of like spry and like uh, light in her feet very spry all right, cool. Spri so, Spriner, Spriner Kruger. So what do you say to her exactly? I say, well, um, we, ne we need your help. 
if you want, if you really, really want me to get home, and if you are Lex, you do want me to get home and I want to get home too. We need your help so that we can defeat this thing. I need you to draw its attention to you and I know how quick you are. You need to go around to where its line of vision is or to where it can hear you and I need you to distract it while we put this key in his keyhole. Robo butt. No, this is a serious situation. While the <laughs> and Lex will look at you with like the utmost seriousness and she'll say, uh, uh, Silas, you got it. And like without any hesitation, like she like shimmies out the window that you've been looking down and like she like continues to shimmy along the building that you were in and she gets to the adjacent building and she like leaps down onto where the sentry is and like she's out of sight for a moment, but you hear like um Yeah, you hear like clanging down there. But like it's from your vantage point you can't see what she's doing, but she's definitely over there doing something. Okay. Uh Isagnoma, so you like, you got the wind knocked out of you being like batted into this building. And when you like, like catch your breath, you look up and you see that, and you heard it first, obviously, but you see that like half this thing's buried in this building and you see this uh, woman like with these two like daggers, like try and like stab at like the face of this thing uh, yeah. that's like, like fallen over. And the thing is like, working on getting it one of its arms out. Okay. Well, I'm gonna try to take advantage of the situation and try to run up behind it and do the key action. All right, give it another shot. All right. It's, it's a key advantage. party, baby. So that's eight plus two has 10. Ooh. All right, describe how well this goes. And the answer is well. <clears throat> well, with uh, the Lex construct slashing at its face and otherwise distracting it and as it's like entangled and kind of I would say thrashing a bit uh, at the building trying to loosen itself I like you said I get up dust myself off um, you know somewhat quietly run up behind it do a little jump to get me part way up the ball before it has a chance to react mm -hmm. scrabble on up uh, key in hand insert it try turning it the wrong way first but it doesn't go uh, jiggle it a little bit it's like a usb and stick I, you put yeah. it in the right. one way it doesn't work you put it in the other way that doesn't work either you go back to right. the first way and it works exactly exactly so after a little you know it felt like forever but it couldn't have been half a second i get it going and i turn the key all right so yeah you like in the, the blink of an eye you're there you get it in you turn the key and this thing just as like it gets its arm free and like starts writing itself, it continues to write itself. But then once it does, like it just stops and both of its arms like slowly come down to its side. It's like a segue. Like a segue. You can't knock those things over. <laughs> uh, and you notice that Lex is gone now. Like she's there's nowhere to be seen. Uh, but the thing is no longer making any threatening motions. And Walsh is continuing to like try and like bad at it with like it's like the the flat side of his sword walsh enough knock it off you're just you're making that thing even more dull than you are <laughs> he like he like swings a few more times before he's, he's ready to admit that you're correct and he stops panting catching his breath so what's the plan don john slowly get descends from this building Collect gathers up his arrows that are all over the place. 
If they were run over, that's fine. Yeah, they he he crushed them as he came by. Sadly, what a what are the chances? Yeah, but, he, uh, he picks up picks the, all the arrows up, and he's like, ah, I, I, It was one hell of an adventure. They defeated that giant robot with the rolling around thing on the bottom of it. That's nuts. How do you think they could do that? You're going to have to go back and listen again. If you find all 12 of the clues, then you're halfway to finding the treasure. This episode of This American Dice Presents The Adventures of Don John Episode 7 was, of course, dungeon mastered by Carl. Austin played Don John Raskin, Alex played Silas, and, of course, Trevor played Isegnoma. Harold the Rat? Well, there's no way to tell what amazing, beautiful voice actor portrayed that gorgeous little critter. Be sure to join us next week for another exciting episode of This American Dice. And until then, like, subscribe, rate, review, write a friend, and honestly, go to a local park bench and leave several notes behind. Each note should have a clue. Each clue should lead to a secondary clue. Each secondary clue should lead to a challenge. Physical in nature, but spiritual at heart. Austin, do you listen to the parts of the recording when you know everyone stepped away, or do you just like fast forward to when you can see everyone's come back? Like, are you catching all the great banter that happens when half the people are in the bathroom, even if it's just banter between one person and himself? I don't want anybody else, because when I banter with you, I banter myself. Oh, I don't banter with anybody else. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh no.